What's shifting, everyone? I'm Chelsea. Welcome back to another exciting episode from your Starseed Sisters. Unfortunately, I am a solo sister today. Riri could not join us. She is not feeling too well. So please, if you can, go ahead and send her some love, whether through spirit or through the DMs. I'm sure she would greatly appreciate it. All your guys' love. And speaking of love, thank you so much for being here. All the love to you. And if you liked today's episode, we would be so grateful if you went ahead and rated us five stars on whichever platform you're listening on. You have no idea how much it helps us, um, including other star seeds like yourself. It helps them tune into their remembrance and the message that we are trying to spread here today. So, Before we begin, we're going to begin by setting the space. So, taking a deep breath in for three, hold at the top, and on that exhale, allow your aura to be surrounded by light. You are here in a safe and sacred place where you will be accepted with love and belonging. We hear that little sound, that's a little shaky shaky of our happiness box. We're going to pull a quote for you and by we, I mean me. I got to get used to that today. (laughs) Just bear with me, guys. What do we have? What do we have? All right. The quote today. To live without hope is to cease to live. Oof, isn't that on point? So we actually have a special guest on today. The beautiful, beautiful Gina from the Galactic Federation. She holds a beautiful space on Facebook, um, a group of like-minded star beings. And if you're looking for a similar um, place to be with other like-minded people, I definitely highly recommend her, you know, group that she has facilitated. It's amazing. And... We talk about all the things. Guys, honestly, it was such a great episode. I feel like um, so many like tools. And I I know we talk about that a lot, like our, you know, analogy or I guess, you know, metaphorically, the, the, the toolbox of life, the toolkit. And really what we're trying to do is help you build on it and add more tools so that, you know, as you go through life, as things start to kind of awaken, um, and you're maybe hit with barriers that you have a tool to fight out of those barriers um, so that life can just be a little bit more blissful. And we give you a ton of those tools. Mark my words. So, Miss Gina, she is a earth angel dedicated to fulfilling the prophecy of new earth in large part by embodying Christ consciousness She has undergone a vigorous healing and purification process for the past 13 years or so, and she's now just a pure vessel for source, and she helps to heal others on a personal level, utilizing her gifts of prophetic word, channeling, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairvoyance, and psychic mediumship. And on the collective level, she's also a quantum healer, Ching Chang, fulfilling mission of clearing generational and ancestral karma 
and as a divine feminine alchemist. And we actually talk a lot about that, about, you know, what is alchemy to her? Um, Gina's work, you know, is towards uniting the sacred masculine and feminine and has been an extensive part of her mission, um, her work for the past five years. She is the head administrator of the Meta Ministry Facebook group, counseling those in need with universal love. And she is also um, an admin for the Galactic Federation and Dramed and Channeling's Facebook group. And all of those things will be listed and linked in the description box below. And if you or someone you know would love to be on the podcast, please feel free to send an email to starseedsisters at gmail.com. That is starseedsisters, sisters spelled S-T-A-R at gmail.com. And without further ado, my beautiful, beautiful beings, here is our interview with our guest, Gina. Hello, hello, Miss Gina. Welcome to the pod. It's so good to have you here. How are you? Hi, Chelsea. I'm doing great. You're Thank doing you so great. much. You're yes. so welcome. I'm actually kind of like in this weird, I like right before coming on with you, um, I saw this TikTok and it freaked me out a little bit, like in a good way. I was like, whoa, this TikTok was saying that like if your third eye is apparently like really woke and you're like vibrating very high, if you stick a bobby pin to your third eye, it'll like stay there. So I'm just kind of laughing, like whatever, but of course I have to go try it, right? Yeah, sure. So I go, I grab a bobby pin. Uh-huh. Sure enough, this thing stuck there like a magnet and I could feel it. Like, yeah. So, I mean, if there's any like scientists listening to this and you have an explanation for it, um, I would love to know. Otherwise I'm, you know, tracking that to the ether. <laughs> Do you feel like it, it did? Yeah. So initially I kind of like, I was just kind of holding it there just to see if I would feel anything. And then I did feel like it on. Yeah. I, oh my God. For this whole podcast. You should have left it on for the podcast. That would have been hysterical. That would have been hilarious. I would have put one there too. <laughs> Dang. Next time we'll have to color coordinate and match, you know, we'll, we'll be more on point. Next time. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Amazing. Well, um, yeah, I just want to get into it, man. Like you have such a great, like magnetic, like energy when you like speak a lot of the things that you, you, you Thank post, you. like I've always felt so connected with you. So it is blessed, you know, to have you here. Um, I consider this the flash. So welcome in the flesh and <laughs> in the <laughs> face flesh. to face, face to face. Amen. I'm so excited. I mean, I love that you said that. Thanks girl. So, I mean, before we jump right in, um, I mean, the topic today is really, you know, divine alchemy and, and, and all that good juiciness, but before getting into there, Miss Gina, I would love to, no, like a little, like, let, let's take a, take a little backpack trip, you know, back to the young Gina days, you know, what was your upbringing like, and how did you get kind of get into like your spiritual awakening or when did that awakening happen for you? Okay. Well, I grew up with <clears throat> my mother and father, um, but they weren't as most of us star seeds know. It's a common theme that most of us do have tough childhoods because mm-hmm. there are some challenges that are in our soul contract. That was, so, right. you know, we signed, we signed up for it. So you on know, the dotted line, went on the dotted line, signed by that X. So, you know, we knew there would be some challenges. And so I've always been 
a very sensitive child and it's just no one validated that for me you know I wasn't supported in that and I felt I felt kind of alone a lot lot of Mm. the time I felt kind of the outcast and I felt like I had this well I know that I had this bright light and I was able to connect with with my guides and all that from a very young age but you know, everyone around me just kind of thought like, what, what's she doing? Is that her imaginary friend? Or she, you know, she, she's a little off a rocker. So that was just kind <laughs> of, yeah. And I have my own, my own kids now. I have four of my own children and wow. two of which at least that I know of so far are highly connected. No so, way. Yes. That's so cool highly this yes yes especially my my seven-year-old so when when you say that like like what gives you the idea that Mm. they are oh my god what what gives it away for you he and I are so connected we just have this amazing amazing bond he will literally it's like telepathic it is wow it's like a light switch yes interesting yes we definitely have this telepathic connection he's super sensitive to to everyone's emotions just as I am which sometimes gives him some difficulty in school right he's feeling everyone else's energy and he feels that there's something wrong with the system and that all need to be oh yes so yeah that's a dead giveaway (laughs) he feels bad hurting other people's feelings Mm. he once called this kid that a name and he he had to be sent to the principal's office not because not because he was mean to the kid because he apologized to the kid right away but because he felt so bad that he hurt this other kid's feelings that he was hysterical he felt so bad mommy I feel so bad I said Christian let it go sweetheart you you apologized it's okay and then he thought himself to write this apology letter to the kid not even the principal here so stop this so he thought himself right? mommy i'm going i'm going to write this apology letter and just i mean man you just see it yeah his light is so bright wow. he likes to he likes to sing songs that come from his heart and every song is about my heart my heart and love and wow so you so didn't have like i'm sure he's so lucky to obviously have you i'm sure you help him out so much with feeling seen and, and, and understanding his energy but you know it sounds like you were mentioning earlier that you didn't have that I did not I did not so you know lucky for him he won't have the struggles that I had right and you know my parents were kind of rough mm-hmm. kind of rough it was that classic narcissist codependent relationship which then I unfortunately attracted in some of my adults mm-hmm how it works romantic relationships that how it works yeah not exactly familiarity we look for familiarity yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so definitely resonate with that I am that's my thing it stops here yeah my I have four children and that stops here so (laughs) you're breaking the cycle I am breaking the cycle yes Yes. wow so when did you because you mentioned you know being a starseed so you do feel like you are a starseed right how did you come to find that out that's interesting because I didn't think of myself as a star seed. I didn't even know, honestly, what it was, what it truly meant. You know, right. I, was in this, I started this journey maybe about 
13 years ago and I would see all these groups like star see this and star see that I'm like who are these people and what do they mean what and is that <laughs> flesh and bones I don't know what you're talking right about. and it's also just like, like a newer term right like we just had Amy Sikorsky on and she was talking about the first time she um kind of you know went to this other planet kind of you know meditatively and she was trying to bring in earth energy and it wasn't even earth energy she didn't know what it was um and we're typically you know um in the first couple waves of people who are here are used to like more of the angelic terms christ consciousness like that sort of thing so starseed is one of these like you were saying like it's i don't know how long it's been known here but it's a newer kind of knowledge to most people anyway yeah it, 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 it seems like it definitely was to me and then yeah. with the, so the further I was digging, I said, wow, you know what? The first thing that attracted me was the fact that, okay, wow, I do have a lot of these traits. Okay. Wow. Wait a minute. No, I have all of these traits. So it was an idea. It was a concept for me, but then the further I got along my journey, the more it was solidified because I was just given downloads after download, after download of past lives and this, and Oh my goodness. So, so many past lives, so many past lives where I came to the point of realization. I am actually an ancient soul. So I just actually got a download when you said that, um, have you ever, like, are you really attracted to the color green? Cause for those who don't can't see right now, but you are wearing green. Like, are you typically (laughs) like really attracted? Okay. Interesting. Have, Have you kind of looked into your like soul origins and kind of tried to figure out where you're from, which planet? Yes. Is it Lemuria? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yes. I got that I download. There's lots of greenery there. So that makes sense that you'd be really attracted to that. Yes. And I always was, even since a kid. Confirmed. I just thought maybe because I have green eyes. So I thought, right. okay, because it's the color of my eyes. And, and also, I hear that, that yeah. that's, a, that's a common star seed thing as well. Totally. With the lighter eyes. I heard that as a, as a common trait as well the blue eyes from Lemuria anyways what I've heard Lemuria. like different different, yeah. different kind of um galactic areas will have certain like features like I even a girl on YouTube was saying like um like my dog I always thought I was Lyran because my dog is just like has this strong Lyran energy like I could have sworn that he someone just dropped him here <laughs> and um apparently like I've had past lives on different planets too so you can also from what I've you know come to know is have some remembrance of um other planets as well so if that resonates with some people because I know some people don't just only resonate with like the Palladians or you know just resonate with a lot of them let me tell you okay and I was like what I thought it was just the one so the further the more downloads that I was given, the more I realized, okay, you, you have, so the one you had mentioned was Lemurian. I'd also gotten another as far as um, Arcturian, right. Syrian, uh, Blu-ray, Indigo, Blu-ray. I'm like, wow, what is cool. going on? I really, so <clears throat> that was confusing to me in the very beginning of my journey until I realized, okay, you're not crazy. You actually are an ancient yeah. soul. So I said, okay, that makes sense because I thought I can't be this, that, and the other thing. But again, you know, that's so huge you what it. you just said, Gina. That's so huge. Like I've I and personally I've never even really thought of it that way, that your soul is just ancient. And I what I hear you say 
when you say that our souls are ancient, I hear you say that like that's remembering, like you aren't crazy. You're just remembering so much of the information that you came here with, right? Most of the time exactly. it's white, right? And then when it starts to come up again, we start to question it because we're not in the place where that information was initially downloaded. Exactly, exactly. That's our, huge. Our minds are just, our remembrance is just completely erased. And I don't know if everyone does, but I definitely had some remembrance as when I was a little girl. And then because the environment that I grew up in didn't support that. And then right. we know, we know how that story goes. We get yeah. this system, the school system and this system and that system. And little by little, there it just comes out, comes out of the brain and it leaks out somewhere. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it, 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 like, it's just odd to me because we were always told as kids to think outside the box. But when I really did, Ain't no one encouraging that. Like, right. I think, right. I think they yeah. just say that, but they don't actually, we don't actually have a, a system that truly supports that. Right. I, as a mother, as a conscious parent, a million percent encourage and support. Oh, I love that. And I do my very best to be a conscious parent. But you know why? I don't even need to do much because they just are. Right. Especially my little starseed ones. I they love just that. are. And honestly, they, they teach me a lot. Yeah. They teach me a lot. So, you know, who, like, I'm sure, like, we've all had, you know, teachers along the way. Like, what would you say or who would you say was or is your biggest teacher? Jesus. Jesus. I had a crazy, crazy, I don't know, I shouldn't say crazy, surreal. Right awakening story where if it did not happen to me I would never have believed it <laughs> girl spill the tea we need to know <laughs> can it be coffee I like coffee better. <laughs> oh my gosh of course go out some okay, coffee okay. for Gina <laughs> seven up exactly. hot piping hot <laughs> listen I'm an Italian from Staten Island New York I Hi. love it my alter ego the <laughs> listeners have heard her you she want is from Staten Island, New York, honey, and she lives right beside you. <laughs> she comes out when I'm mad, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep her a day. We're going to keep her in check, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Coffee chat. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, so let's let's get into this one, the because this is the nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty, and this will explain why I have so much faith and it's not even a faith to me it's a knowing it's a solid knowing and since this day it has been and I just can't man it is what it is man woman woman why am I calling you a man (laughs) (laughs) because that's just our vocab that's also me I'm like dude my mom's like dude who are you talking to who are you talking to right now your mother (laughs) yes exactly Okay, so there was, I was about, let's see, this was about 13 years ago or so. Wow, okay. And I was, at the time I was married, he's now my ex-husband. I just had a, a miscarriage. I was pregnant with twins and I had- My goodness, bless you. A miscarriage, thank you. So I was, I found myself in a bit of a depression. I had not had any children prior to this. And 
at this point in my life, all I ever knew is that I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be a mom so badly. And my, my greatest fear was that, okay, maybe I can't, maybe it's a medical issue. Maybe I'll never be able to have children. So I found myself in a bit of a depression. And I remember one day I was just so sad. I didn't know what to do with myself. <clears throat> But I, I had recalled hearing something just recently about the power of forgiveness. So something just clicked in my brain. I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I got down on my hands and knees in the bedroom. <clears throat> and I just started bawling. I was crying my eyes out. And I had not known God or I was not religious or anything at all were you atheist for years and years no no not at all I wasn't atheist I grew I had grown up in the Catholic religion and church and all that but as a 30 something year old woman I had just let it go I, I still believed in God but I it wasn't I, solid I it was not solid at all I can't say it was it, I was faithful at all so just great. But something great just, area. yes, right, right. But something you just told me. Okay, so the forgiveness popped in my head. So you just told me, get down on your hands and knees and pray for forgiveness. So that's exactly what I did. Chelsea, when I tell you this was the most over, I had the most overwhelming feeling of peace that I've ever experienced in my life up until that point because now I have right now 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 it's solid now it is solid this overwhelming peace then I I began to see for the first time that I had a memory of because I'm sure that I had as a child but I didn't have memory um colored colored orbs floating around me with my you know with my eyes open and also with my eyes closed and again this was the this was the first time I knew I had that that gift of clairvoyance clairvoyance. and I heard as if Jesus Christ himself was in my ear literally it was like he was speaking in my ear that close I heard I am the way the truth and the life. I have absolute fucking chills. You know what? I, I that do, is crazy. I really do right now too. Full, full arms and legs. I wasn't ready for that. Wow. Crazy. Oh, uh, you think you were? You should have been You should have been there. I'm just gonna get some forgiveness, make the sign of the cross, and that would have been the end of this. and then oh oh it gets better it gets better my so then I felt the end for the first time now now it's just a a normal common thing for me but for the first time I felt what I now know to be is the life force energy the life force holy spirit energy however you want to and there's a lot of different terms for it 
running through my whole body, I felt like an elect, just a bolt of lightning okay. rushing through me. And yep. especially more so in my in the palms of my hands became very, very hot, which again, later I learned, okay, that means you're a healer, right? right. All this happened at once. So I'm hearing. Like, like in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. In the blink of an eye. The hearing, the seeing, the feeling. And then literally in my palm, one of my palms felt that tingly, my left palm felt tingly. So it was the heat and then the tingling. When I looked down at my palm, it had the words, the life etched in my palm. Stop this right now. (laughs) I will not. And I have not for 13 years. (laughs) And that's why I'm sitting here in this chair talking to you. (laughs) Preach! Preach! Wow. This is why why my faith is not even faith. It is a knowing and it is rock solid. And this girl, Jesus gave her a tattoo. Jesus gave me a tattoo. (laughs) Free. Free tattoo. You know how expensive these are? Uh-uh. I beg to differ about the free part. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. You exchange uh, with a different form of currency. <laughs> I thought that was it. I'm here. I'm done. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm going to purify you and purify you and purify you. It's crazy. Yeah, we, we had a guest on recently, Justin. He he kind of voiced it as like, you know, the universe giving you a hot potato. Or as yes. you would say, a hot potato. <laughs> hot potato. Hot potato. Yep, yep, exactly. So wow. that is my big awakening story. And, and I'm here telling it to whoever is listening. And I know it sounds unbelievable. If it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't have believed it myself. I made a couple of videos about it. Um, you know, I'm not, and that's another thing that my faith has given me. It's just taken that fear away. Sometimes it pops in every once in a while, but you know, whereas not often at all now. So I know. Clearly, that experience is meant to be shared. Oh, like where to even begin? I, I, I think the last thing you just said is really what, you know, I subscribe to is the understanding that like, you know, I've said this before, faith is like a life preserver. And I think one of the reasons why fear kind of gets dismantled a little bit when we kind of come into whatever faith is for us is because where there wasn't a life preserver before and we were drowning, now there is, right? And it's this knowing, Mm -hmm. and it's something you can constantly fall back on. And I feel like, you know, of course, Riri isn't here today, but I, I know she would speak on this herself that like, whatever that is for you, we co-sign it. Like we're here to really help uplift whatever that is meant to be lifted within you for you to kind of dig into the, you know, crevices of your soul and figure out what is faith to me and what can I hold on to in moments of fear and moments of uncertainty, just the moments that really make it hard to find love, honestly. And it sounds like through that awakening for you, <laughs> that life preserver is like latched onto you at all times. Yeah, a million percent. And that was my first true experience of unconditional love. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. And so how does that, how, other than you maybe not feeling fear as much now, how has that changed your life? Oh my goodness. 
how has it not? It's more the question. Every decision from then on in was with, based on the knowing, not just, you know, the idea of the concept, the absolute knowing that there is a God. Not only is there a God, but it's not some old man up in the clouds judging us from heaven as some of the religions like to preach, but that he's actually within us. Fuck. So that concept, I mean, mind-blowing. Think about it. We weren't taught this, you know, we didn't grow up this way. So it went from this concept of religion for me that had faded years before that and and then didn't answer really any of the real questions for me. Right. Like it becoming real and real, real and real. Real, real. Yeah. I I, I co-sign that. It really is a different form of reality because, you know, Riri and me say this often, this like the the earth the human vessel to us is not real because we thought that that was real until you've hit the realm you've hit the actual like you've gone past the veil and then shit really starts to feel real and then your whole definition changes of what that is million percent million percent now it's something that like i think anyone who's hesitant to or you know, any of the conspiracy theorists out there, like you have nothing to lose really by just, you know, really just let, letting go into meditation and just seeing what comes up for you. You know, um, in one of the last podcasts I was speaking on an experience that happened to me when um, we had a citywide power outage. Um, if you haven't checked that episode, please do. It's out now. And it was crazy because I felt like for the you know, first time I actually really almost went into a really deep state of consciousness because I meditate, of course, I listen within, of course, my intuition strong, of course, but there's this next level that you can reach where you can actually physically, you know, almost in a sense, leave, leave your, your, your body like channeling. Right. And mm-hmm. I did get to the closest point that I had, um, that one night when I was in actual complete silence, actual complete darkness, but I ended up shutting it off and coming back here. Um, And I said, because I was almost fearful and the more that I've kind of learned, you know, I was reading actually a chapter in my book from Joe Dispenza right after doing that episode. Sure enough, there was a message in there for me related, relating to that same experience. He had something just the same. He said that it was like a moment where he just felt like he could really just tune into something if he tried. And so he did, he closed his eyes and he really felt like he was leaving And he had this beautiful experience to which he really attempted to type it out and verbally explain it. But it's something that, you know, we really almost can't sometimes. It's really more of a feeling. And how do you really, you know, um, explain that? It's tough. But one thing that stuck out to me that was the message I felt like I needed to, to hear was he said he was trying to do it again, like the following day. And it wasn't happening. And he realized because he was forcing it and force breaks things, power moves things. So what he did is he just sat there and he said, whatever, I don't care. And that forced him to almost let go. And he realized, I guess the key was saying whatever and letting go. And so I'm proud to say that I did that one of the other nights 
and I kind of just really let go and I just trusted. And if you re-listen to that episode, you can kind of hear um, through the in between the lines of Riri's <laughs> advice to me is she was really just saying like, you're, you're not trusting it. And trust is the key because what was I not trusting? I wasn't trusting me. And like Gina, you said like off your point that you realize that God is not a religion. It's actually within you. And so when I kind of, when, when that switch hit for me and I said, you know, holy sugar, like this is really something that I have control over. Nothing can take control over me. Then I was able to go. That's right. Because we're one. Yes. And I completely relate. Um, I believe everyone does. It's a process to get to that surrender and that trust and that quote unquote, letting go and letting God it's can bring up a lot of fears in, in the beginning. And I think that comes from the, the false idea, ideology that we are disconnected, that we are not one. Totally. You know, and I, if everyone knew and tr- truly believed that we are in fact one, then we wouldn't have those fears. And it's easier to let go when you understand that, right? It's easier to let go. It's way easier to let go. Yeah. And have you felt it, Gina, like currently, like the (laughs) waves that have been coming through, like, you know, obviously COVID had its cons and was hard for a lot of people and tough, but I really feel like that was mother earth trying to shake us up to understand (laughs) oneness because that was something we all went through, whether our experiences or reality through it was different. The actual understanding at hand was that we were all going through something together a million percent i believe that covid was a catalyst for the awakening it forced i shouldn't say forced it gave everyone the opportunity to go within and realize their truth remember who they are right um find a different a different way of way of living mm-hmm. than maybe this, this, corrupt, this corrupt way that that's exactly the society has has just become the matrix, and the matrix the matrix for people to wake it was it was a catalyst for the awakening and some people took that opportunity some did not I you know my awakening as I mentioned earlier, I started way before that. And I, I knew, I knew that, that um, COVID was going to be this opportunity for those unawakened souls to go within and find their truths. And, and I know some who have, and, and unfortunately some who still are so lost in the matrix, yeah. but that's that's where we come in right (laughs) but we also need to remember we can't save anybody we can only do the best that we can do in terms of you know um like I even struggle with with saying you know healing or helping or because realistically or sorry giving I even you know hesitate to say give because it depends where you're giving from really if you're giving with expectation or if you're giving from a place where you're depleted, like 
then you're really not going to receive that back in return. And we have to understand how that's going to affect it. And I, I think when, when we have yet to experience depletion from a non-reciprocal energy exchange, when we have yet to feel what that feels like, we feel mm. like I'll just give, 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 give. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'll just heal, heal, heal. And it can totally be my job. No problem. Oh, sign me up, honey. Oh, a million percent. And that that is not how it goes. And I think it's a rude awakening not how it goes. <laughs> to understand that, you know, we ain't heroes. But we again, really aren't. I believe we, you know, we do need to experience how else would we know that unless we, unless we did that at some point in our lives. Right. And again, I, I believe that's a, that's another a very common theme with with us. If you want to just use the umbrella, light workers, uh, we're over givers, people pleasers, right. uh, and when, when it's not reciprocated, we just keep doing it anyway until we learn. Wait a minute, like you said, and just to clarify for everyone listening, that is absolutely the wrong way to go about. It. The right way to go about it is to give yourself that love first. And where does that love come Absolutely. from? That love comes from the divine. So it's yes. like step one, find it from the divine. Step two, center it within yourself. Step three, spread it out to others. I love and that. Any of those, from... Thank you. Yeah, well, because <laughs> we, we always talk, me and we always talk about like um, toolkits. Like we're really just these, you know, construction workers coming on a podcast. Um, <laughs> and all of our <laughs> listeners are, are, are coming in with their tool. Yeah. <laughs> but really like our listeners are the ones com- coming on with their toolkits whether they're empty toolkits or they have a couple tools in there we're just really trying to help stack that box so that at some point you know you, you yes. can reach for a tool and there's a tool for everything you know and so what, what I heard you said just earlier on is that like you know step one is you know the divine and I think recently I've actually learned that like even just like per, like my protection meditations that I do in the morning or if you want to call them a prayer or what have you um I used to dig within to protect myself I used to find the light with within and then shed that on to me until I recently learned learned that like that is also um depleting me by doing that and that my angels are willing and want me to call on them and so when I actually did that instead, I found such a huge difference. Like I, it, beyond belief where nice. it, it was one, just the lightness of it, like realizing that this takes nothing from me to do. And then also this gratitude of like the fact that it takes nothing for me to do. And then <laughs> also the understanding that like mother earth really is willing to hold everything that you cannot And it like brings me to tears just thinking about it because how lucky are we? Mm -hmm. And when that epiphany moment happens, it's really like, yeah, of course there's moments where we have to go through darkness and sometimes it's it's rough being here, but we don't always have to hold that frequency. She'll, she'll take it from us really. And there's light that we can always have access to need be. Absolutely. And I think that's another lesson that many of us learn the hard way is we try to do everything ourselves. Mm. And we don't remember that we have this entire support system that is always there with us. Mother, what I like to refer to as mother, father, God, or, or as some people, or Gaia, okay, the earth. And then we have all the elements on the earth. And then we have all the angelic support. And then we have the ascended masters and, and on and on. And wait a minute. 
why am I trying to do everything myself? I mean, how many yeah. times what have we been there? We're, we're butting our heads. We're hitting our heads up against the wall. Like, ah, what's the answer? What's the answer? Well, hello. Hi, we're here. We're here. We're telling you we've always been here. Just ask. And of course, there comes in the concept of, of free will. There's yeah. free will. So they're not able. And their star family, of course, let's not forget about them. Shout out to them. Hey. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, so, so Gina, you talk about alchemy a lot. And I want to dive into that mm-hmm. a little bit. Define like what being, because you kind of um, call yourself an, an, an alchemist, right? So mm-hmm. define what being like an alchemist, what is that to you? Um, explain that and alchemy in general. Sure. Well, <clears throat> simple definition of alchemy for me is changing everything into love, the energy of love. Okay, and the the journey that took me there was the journey of sacred union, which has been my main journey for the past five years or so. Beautiful. And yes, and no. (laughs) (laughs) We love some honesty, sprinkle it on me. Oh, I'm all about honesty. I'm all about being authentic. I'm all about transparency because I don't want to sugarcoat and lead anyone astray. Oh, yes. Love and lie. Hallelujah. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ether. Um, If you would like to experience that. But not in real, you know, we can meditate all day long and be flying high. But yeah, when it comes to reality, not always so much. It's been a rough one. Okay, <laughs> but, tell me about but it. But a beautiful one. Okay, so sacred union first um, begins. The first goal of sacred union is inner union. Okay, mm-hmm. so we all have um, masculine and feminine qualities within us. And unfortunately, for the majority of us, what we've been taught as, for examples, within our, our families, our societies, our society, et cetera, has been much of the toxicity within both masculine and feminine. So the journey towards sacred union is one in which we are looking to alchemize the toxic into the sacred qualities of both masculine and feminine okay so we have them all within ourselves for example the some of the feminine qualities from some of the sacred feminine qualities which would include intuition um, nurturing um, love self-love creativity So these are some of the sacred feminine qualities and some of the sacred masculine qualities would be action, but action in alignment, not just, you know, some of these crazy men will just take action on anything. (laughs) It walks and it breathes, sign me up. Sign me up. (laughs) Hallelujah. Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a pulse. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no shade, all alignment. Let me let me put a little asterisk there. Action and alignment. <laughs> a little salt and pepper. <laughs> salt and pepper. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of salt and pepper. <laughs> that group. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, my mom just goes from one, one thought to you another. and you and me both, sweetheart. <laughs> salt and pepper here. 
I don't make mistakes. When when you I say no, you know, like that's <laughs> so true. When you say like, um, you know. I, I even like remember in, in our intro for you, like you were mentioning like part of your mission is like to merge or heal the, the divine uh, masculine and feminine. Like what, what does that mean to you? Okay. So for the past five years, it's been this process, this purification process of alchemizing all of the toxicity into the, all the toxic traits of both masculine and feminine into the sacred ones. And it just kind of, when you immerse yourself in this process and when you, when you give it to God or me, it just happened organically. And and the ways in which that happened were very, very challenging at times. But what came of it is I have achieved that inner union. And I am very, very excited to say that actually just recently I have had reunion with my soulmate counterpart. So this has been, thank you. Little clap. <laughs> little clap, little clap. Wow. I don't want to go too much into that. Yeah, silver lining though, holy. But yeah, and it's the... Like you passed the higher purpose. The higher purpose of all of this is when when the sacred union is achieved. This is for a much higher purpose, and that higher purpose is to bring unconditional love onto this planet, as this planet has never experienced before. Wow. So how do you do that? Like within yourself, but also for others or assist others to kind of get there. So for those listening who are wondering like, man, that sounds great, but how can I bridge the gap? The first thing I would say is to look, as always, to look within and to do real good inner, what's the word? Inventory. Discovery. Okay. Discovery, inventory on, okay, so what is it within me that I feel um, could use some upgrading as far as the qualities that I possess now and the ones that I wish to have? So I think that's always, that's always the first step for anything in this, in this spiritual journey is to go within because that's where all the answers will come. But again, as you mentioned earlier, only in the silence right right so go so i would i would go within first look within and see see what exactly because it's it's going to be different for everyone right of course we're on different journeys but pinpoint exactly where we are and where we want to be it takes a lot of honesty honesty that's a tool with ourselves for sure because if we're not honest with ourselves, we can't be honest with anyone else. We can't put the wall down. And if we're not honest, then how are we supposed to kind of dismantle any of our limiting beliefs, our fears? Like that's really what you're trying to to do, right? That sounds like what I'm hearing you say is like to go within means to really be honest with ourselves in terms of where we are in our own way, where we are limiting ourselves, um, where maybe societal conditions have kind of creeped in and told us, you know, what we don't believe to be true is true. 
um, what our, you know, parents growing up may have taught us that we didn't resonate with that we still latched onto. You know, so many people after COVID, I saw finally kind of following their dreams in terms of, you know, whether it be career path or love or hobbies or happiness. Um, and I think like that stems from honesty. Like when we're finally, we just look in the mirror and say, hey, like, what do you want? You know, so what great. makes you happy? What makes you light the F up and go, exactly. yeah, I want to yes. be here. Yes. Yes. Passion. What are you passionate about? So many people just walk around like zombies for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. They're on the hamster wheel and they're just right. going through the motions and they do that their entire lives. And it's when you find the path that is that resonates for you, you just have this passion that it's flowed out of you. And for me, it happens to be sacred union. But for you, it could be for some any there are a million different ways to go. There are a million different ways. And, and but the the main, the most important thing is that is that it brings you joy, brings you passion. And then once you find that within yourself and what works for you, then you can bring it out and spread it out into the world and help the world. But you first need to find that within yourself. I totally see what you're saying, though. Everything's connecting for me because you said sacred union is inner union. And your goal is to have unconditional love spread throughout the planet. So if we can all find that sacred union, which is the inwards of our souls, and we can bring that out, it's now a domino effect. It's the butterfly effect. Like when I feel lit up inside, I spread that everywhere I go. And I'm almost leaving pieces of me with the people I meet, with the places that I, you know, travel to. And this becomes something that people can pick up along the way and start to continue the same cycle, the same trend. And if it's just something beautiful to to think about, whether it happens in my lifetime or not, that that's a possibility, because I don't believe anything is impossible, that the earth can get to that frequency. And that's freaking, that's enough to make me want to stay here. Exactly. So many people are, why am I here? I don't want to be here. And it's, it makes me sad to hear that because we really do have such a huge purpose. And although it can be extremely challenging at times, once we see the light at the end of this very dark tunnel, we are forever changed and there is no going back. Totally. And the light is just eternal. And, and we have like limitless potential. We are limitless. And then once we really, once that concept really becomes a reality, oh my gosh. Where, where was Anything's this all possible. along? Where was this all along? What was I doing before this? With the rest of my, with my life prior to this. <laughs> right. Then we really do come to a point where, where we realize that anything is truly possible and all those other beliefs weren't even ours to begin with. You know, we weren't. Wow. Yeah. They weren't even ours. Think about it. You know, it was our mother or our father or our guardians or our teachers or our government or it wasn't even ours. Who put these thoughts right. in our heads? I always we like didn't. to say, I always like to, to say that the, the thoughts in our heads that end up becoming um, a belief, I think of it like a backpack system. Like when you come to earth, you came with a backpack. And you started to put things into that backpack and they started to become beliefs. But I think what people are forgetting is that at any point, 
you are in control of what was initially put in there. So you can take it out. If you want to empty that backpack and start fresh, start a new, start with new purpose and really decide what do I want to put in there? What do I co-sign to or subscribe to and start walking with that weight, right? Because mm-hmm. I promise you it's a lot lighter to hold and carry. A million percent. I love, I love that. You know, it takes just as much energy to do, to do what you hate and it does to do what you love. So why would you not steer your life towards purpose? Your passion and purpose and 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 what you love and added bonus, you're just spreading it. It's the ripple effect and you're just right. you're helping consciousness. You're helping raise consciousness. And helping to raise the consciousness of the entire planet. Well, you know, that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll go to that dinner. <laughs> I mean, I'll go to that dinner. I will definitely accept that invite on Facebook for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to come and help raise consciousness? Cha-ching! I mean, really, you know, stay, stay miserable or be limitless and raise the consciousness on the planet. Blue pill. No. <laughs> the choice is yours, darling. Well, the Gina, thank yours, you so yes. much for all your, your wisdom and your light. And before we close oh, off, what is you. like, what is your one message? Like if, for everyone listening right now, what is one thing that just wants to be like screamed out of you that you want everyone to know almost as if it was like a law that you can make, what would it be? Four words. I talked about faith before. I would say that again, but these four words that I need everyone to realize is that love is the answer. And yes, I do mean in every circumstance. And no, that doesn't mean people get to walk all over you and take advantage of you. Because sometimes that love means self-love, but it is always the answer. I love that. And what are your services, love? And where can people find you? I'm an earth angel dedicated to fulfilling the prophecy of new earth. I am a, a prophet. So I offer the service of prophetic word channel guidance and relationship alchemy. Beautiful. And I guess, you know, from hearing your spiritual experience, you're also um, clear, you you have clear clairvoyance, clear audience as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure those would come into like mediumship as well in like certain readings and whatnot. Uh, yes. I'm also a psychic medium, clair audience, clairvoyant, all the clairs. <laughs> Beautiful. And where can people find you? Because I know you have a couple Facebook groups. Well, I'm Gina, Gina Casey on Facebook, and I'm an admin of the Meta, M-E-T-T-A, ministry on Facebook, which is a wonderful, wonderful ministry that helps to serve people all around the world. And I'm also admin of Galactic Federation on Facebook as well. Love that and group. I have a Divine Alchemy by Gina is my YouTube channel. Beautiful. I will definitely make sure to link all those in the description if you are interested in tuning into more of Gina's beautiful guidance and wisdom and all that her content is. And until next time, see you in the next episode. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, sister, go, sister.